construction man is here. <laughs> I'm gonna make a house. I'm gonna knock it down. And I'm gonna make my mama proud. I told her I'd be a garbage man. And I'd be the best I can. Call me Rubbermaid. Cause I'm just a trash can. <laughs> I do it for my baby mama. I do it for my sons. Do it for my little girls. And I'm just a construction man. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah! That was from the heart right there. That was from the heart. Crewman's in the yes, house. Yes, sir. Crewman's in the house, man. Thank you very much, bro. That's it. Hey, you know what? I didn't hear that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, we're good. We're good. No, no, we're good, yeah, too. That was right off my heart. I didn't even... I know. Yeah. That's what was, I love it. Three o'clock heart. Yeah. I feel bad because you had to leave a warm bed. And a, and, a, and a sweet angel I know. of a baby. I know. I feel bad. Mm. But, T, man, I appreciate you being back on the show. I love it. Big up, Queen Sheba. I left you for Manny Manny. I hope you feel good about that. <laughs> I feel My little bad. daughter's at home. I feel bad. With no I, daddy to hug on. I feel bad, man. <laughs> so, you, you, you guys are worth it. Thanks, you guys are man. Worth it. Yeah. This is me. All right. What are we going to talk about today, man? Ah, whatever you guys want to talk about. We're going to start with the, the 400K fuck-up. Oh, yes, sir. The story. You wanted to share the rest of that story or even Absolutely. part of the story. Pardon? Part of that story or how, what that, sto- that story is. We can get into whatever. I'm a, We're like an onion, right? So yes. Let's peel just the layers. Peel it. Peel it. Peel yeah, it. why not? So uh, long story short, <clears throat> where were we when we last left off? Uh we were, so we're building, it's at Iron Mills, actually you could drive by this place, it's at Aaron Mills in Dundas, if you look on the right side, there's a cop shop right there at I the corner. I know exactly where you're talking about. And then right as you drive more this way, not towards the highway, the other way, you'll see this building on the left side, it is a beautiful building, about six story low rise, and that's where this actually happened. Big up John Van Dyke and uh, that company and all those guys, Alex, everybody over there. And uh, we're doing the flat roof system on a building. The flat roof is like the plywood and you got your tar and then the ISO and the base and the cap and all that stuff. So what happened was the buildings always have to have these, uh, I don't know what anchors. they're called, anchors that the window cleaners later on and guys can hang up, like, hang, like hook off of. That's what I used to do. Awesome. Yeah, man. So you must, you might have been on that job and you forgot to do it. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, those anchors were not put in. Okay? okay. And the roof was done after. Okay. So now this is after the fact. We're Van Dyke. I'm from the, I'm with the company. I work right with the super. Alex, I never name names, but Alex Anaxeris is a, my, I love you. He is a <laughs> big bossa. He's a super. You'll never find him in the office. He, me and him, that guy, we were all day, every day for four years. Imagine a guy pounding you five in the morning every day. We're there late till seven, eight, whatever it is. And this is union. You know union guys. They go home at uh, 3.30. They're like, hey, buddy, I got to go. <laughs> me and him, because I'm there for the, right? I'm not there. It doesn't matter. Either way, long story short, Alex is like, fuck, what are we going to do? We got to figure this out. Again, see how I'm always inventing things like this? <laughs> I, I am the arc. So I came up with a way. And my brother, actually, big up my brother, Cobra. Long live the Cobra. 
he also, <laughs> we invented, I invented a way where I could cut literally a square with my quick cut, with just a whatever blade, fuck it, we'll throw it away. It's going to mess it up, who cares? Like a butcher blade. And I cut a square as deep as I can with my quick cut first, because, you know, the base and cap on a flat roof system is tar and whatever. Yeah. And then there's foams and whatever. And it's going to gum up the blades. So. Yeah, everything. Yeah. yeah. You cut the square with a quick cut. Then you get a really long sawzall blade and you start sawzalling the square. So we, and because it's the top of the building, some of the roof parts, it's like yep. almost it's a thick. foot. Yeah. And then some, it slopes and goes high. Either way, I have to put about 15, 10, 15 of these things across the whole top of the building. Certain, there's like certain every feet you have to put those metal things that stick out of the roof. We invent this idea. With okay, because they were having a problem taking the roof off. How do you do this? It's roof, right? Then Alex is like, Okay, fuck it, try it. Go on the roof, we'll try it, whatever. I do it, and I literally then I cut the square and then I take a two by six and I just screw it to the top. And then I take my hammer and I like pull the two by six, and the whole square comes off in one piece. So now the roofer, when he, after we do our dildo or whatever that sticks out, we drill our hole through my piece of cube that I've cut out, and the piece slides in. And the roofer tars and does whatever and puts a whole cap over it. Doesn't really matter how it looked, but it's waterproof. It's a building. Their patio is slapping over whatever. Anyways, they just need it waterproof. So this is a very amazing idea because the roofers were having a problem cutting it they were like how we're gonna fuck like how do we chop this out how do we make it right yeah so when i did that first one and alex seen he was like oh we're back like this is gonna this is good he's like cut them out i'm like buddy okay he's like there's like at least like seven in this row and then like eight going the other way right it's like a building with like it goes like this and it goes like that, like a L. You can see the building if you guys, anybody you guys drive by, you will know the story. All right, the, the, the roofers, and I don't want to say the company because I don't want to name names. So the roofers, are, I'm start cutting that morning. It's Friday. The roofers are supposed to be behind us. As I'm taking the things out, okay, we cut the plywood open. We have to, now there's TGIs and whatever, right? Uh, we have to brace like three two by sixes, four as a block, you know what I mean? And then they could screw that to that. Because some of the, the dildos, they're not hitting the, the air. They have to be secured, right, to the, to the building. Wait, are they but, called dildos? That's what yeah. Alex called them. No, like, roof, roof anchors. Roof anchors, yeah, okay. Yeah, they're like big silver things that Got go it. like this. Got it. This what? Yeah. It's for your safety line and your, and your yeah. uh, rope. That's what I thought. Yeah, yeah. You just go to sleep there, Carlito. Yeah. <laughs> oh, am I putting you to sleep, man? No, no, no. I like the story. Yeah. You got lots we, of we have a bet going on. Because he used to do Who's going to fall right? asleep, yeah. right? I have a yeah. funny feeling it's him. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, boom, boom. <laughs> I'd rather be awake when I'm asleep. <laughs> I'm the back door man. I oh, get a thousand hugs oh, from 10,000 oh, ladybugs. Oh, back door man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we lost yeah. our train of thought there. Yeah, we get sidetracked. Like today on my way to my brother's house. Brother oh, big up to my brother-in-law, Ricky. Happy birthday. And his daughter, Emmy. Oh, love you. Yeah, on the way to his house, I like see a pilot. Are they all like sleeping? They're all sleeping right now. Yeah, they're probably sleeping. One love. Well, Ricky works night shift. 
So he might be up, but uh, actually, uh, he might be sleeping. It's Yo. his birthday, I don't know. Uh, uh, but I am biggest to my mother-in-law uh, and my father-in-law. They're going to uh, Mexico right now as we speak. Just texted me. They're Rico. flying or they're yeah. suave? They're flying. flying to Mexico, bro. Are you going to drive? No, no, no. Like, <laughs> what's, what's I mean, they're here? flying right now. They're on a plane right now. Right now. Yeah, I think they're boarding probably, yeah, now. And technically, yeah. yes, you can drive to Mexico. Yeah, but yeah you can. But <laughs> San Francisco. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Back to the construction life. Yes. 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 So now. Again, now. Now then, moving forward, gentlemen. Yes, please. We must rip out the cubes on the roof. So you're ripping them out, and the roofers are following behind you. No, nah, we're ripping them out. You're and assuming. structural, and doing that, uh, the block, so the thing can sit on it. Yes. And then those guys, like, screwing it in, and then the roofers are doing their little hole. They had to, you know. and But the roofers are not. Behind you. Yeah, they're behind me. Oh, they're behind you. Yeah. Okay. But not right now. Do you trust now. them behind you? Pardon? You trust them behind you. No, no, no. This is what I'm saying, guys. I am a, I am a laborer. I am the super's neck, you would say he would call me. Not the lead hand. Don't worry about the lead hand. You're the neck. Without the neck, the head don't turn, he used to say. <laughs> That's what he used to say. This is a big job. We got 150 guys here. You got to be here early. You got to wear a collared shirt. You got to wear blue jeans. Come on. We used to fight like all the time. Like, I'm like, why the fuck do I have to wear a collared shirt, Alex? Come on, bro. But again, he was training me. He was, I love him. He knew what he was doing. Always, I was with him when we we're meeting inspectors and walking through the ministry, health, safety. Ministry You're learning. Comes, ministry comes. I'm the health and safety rep. Boom, boom, boom. But then later on, I found out he's like, buddy, it's not a big deal. I'm just using you as a scapegoat. It's just a thing. If something <laughs> happens, you're going to get fucked. So you got to be on the railings, watch the railings, and if we get a ticket, you get a ticket. You know what I mean? So don't think of it as, a, oh, I'm health and safety rep. You're a fucking scapegoat. So I was like, oh, man, I thought I was all amazing. But okay. But yeah, I learned so much, and I'm, I love this guy. And we learned. Back on the like, roof. Yeah, back on the roof. I'm on the roof. My brother. So right now, the roofers aren't behind us because we're doing a theory and testing how we're going to take this stuff out, right? Once we did that first one, the roofers, they're coming. That was the day before. So now we have a couple that are ready for them. So now, now they're behind us. Okay? So what's happening is this was the Friday. They have like three to start. It's the morning. So Alex is like, cut this row. And this is where I was like, boss, you sure I'm going to cut this row? These roofers, they are roofers. Like, you know, they're... You're doing what they're doing, but they're kind of like slower than we'd imagine. There's three of them. We thought there's going to be more. Who knows, right? I don't know. I'm just a laborer. I'm just doing what I'm told, Yeah. right? Blow fucking 10 holes in the roof. I don't want to. I'm not here to ask questions back and say, oh, whatever. They didn't even think I would do them all. What's the right? sky look like? It looks clear. Okay. Right? But again, I don't know. I'm just a laborer. I'm digging, doing my holes. I've been told to do 10. He doesn't think I'm going to do 10. Even I didn't think. I thought I was going to do like five, six, whatever. But after every hole, you get faster, you get better, right? And some holes at the end, especially like when they came that way, like the roof slopes. So some parts are thick, man, and then some parts aren't, right? So you get faster, it's faster. And some, they have like, Things there where we're like, fuck it, just offset the thing. We don't have to do the structural. It goes yeah. right there, boom. Yeah. Who cares? It's, it can be in that area, right? So this is where some of them we get faster too. 
Either way, me and my brother, my he sent my brother up, Cobra. Me and him both start doing these holes. The roofers, they're there doing whatever. We're not watching them, but they're like two. They've done like a couple, whatever. Lunchtime comes. There happened to be uh, right across the street a giant tiger, which I believe is still there, and like this place that's like a restaurant slash bar, you would say. So again, lunchtime, Friday, roofers, hey, you know, they go across the street, and me and my brother seen them go across the street. It's their lunchtime from the roof, right? It's right there. Okay, we'll keep going. We're doing what we're doing. I'm telling Alex, Alex, okay, I got like eight done now. It's the end of the day, you know what I mean? These guys, they're at like five, four maybe, you know what I mean? Fuck it, keep going, blow them out. Okay, okay, you sure? Hammer, because this is all on the, you know, we have radios, right? So I'm like, you sure? Okay, hammer, blow the holes. Okay, boss, boom. I blew all the holes, 10 holes, they're done. I think like four of them now have been blocked. These guys left. They're not, I don't see them coming back. So now I'm like, hey, uh, what are we going to do here, right? He's like, they'll come back, don't worry, blah, 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 you cover the hole somehow, we put some, like, tarp or whatever, little stuff, that doesn't do fuck all. Go home at night, everything's fine. The next day was a Saturday. It's a union, we don't work Saturdays. I was on my own job down the street, mm-hmm. okay, at, in Lorne Park. I'm building a house, like, I'm also doing side work for myself, right? So I'm at Lorne Park down the street, I get a call. The fucking building's leaking. Because ah, it was raining a lot. I guess he'd been there since like five because he had to shoot there. It's raining. The whole building, it was like waterfalls. Like from the top, fourth, fifth floor, fourth floor, oh. third floor. And that side of that building, those units are finished. So you got kitchens, you got flooring coming up, you got fucking every unit. And guess whose fault it is now? Hammer. Taha's fault. Not yours. Tech. It is what it is. Because I should have been, I should have said, because I knew in my, I had a feeling too, like, bro, we're pumping these holes faster than we thought because we invented this way. The first two holes took us fucking like three hours. This is not working out. We have to change something. Now, I go there, me, I have my guy, Marty, big up, Marty, I love you. Satan's my enemy. But yeah, okay, (laughs) so he, me, my brother, we had another guy come, Alex, my boss, the super, we're all there fucking pumping water, moving stuff, trying to close the holes, even like we had like big vacuum shot vacs trying to suck everything, the water, buddy, it was a complete shit show, and we were soaked, all of us, all of us. And that was a huge, even I remember though some of the water went by the elevator and Otis and those guys who were on that job, they were pissed. They were, what the hell? Because you know, elevator guys, they're gods. Like when they come to the site, you got to be like, hello, my lord. What would you like, my lord? Would you like me to bring this here? Sweep that. Are they really? That's how yeah, you Yeah, man. Tr- Top dollar. We have to most, tarp. Most uh, best paid people in the union. Buddy, when those guys come on a building, you have to tarp everything off around them. There can be no wind going to those guys. There's room. They're sitting there. Like They're doing eighty-five bucks an hour. Buddy, how much? Eighty-five bucks an hour. I think some of them are making even more. Yeah, this obviously goes through as an insurance claim. I have no idea. I'm a laborer. It was a 
it was just one of those things where this was a fuck up. And then I hear numbers after, and Alex, every, these guys were pissed. But, like, truth they weren't even, like, it was, like, this is when I learned, like, about being a boss. When shit fucks up, you can't show your emotions. Because nobody was really, like... So why didn't the roofers just start roofing? Buddy, they, they got were Portuguese. Hammered. They didn't come back. Right behind you. They were they Portuguese. They didn't come back. Oh, I'm not the one who said that. I didn't say that. <laughs> I did not say They're any, Croatian. any of their race. <laughs> they happen to be the gentlemen of Caucasian color. Uh, <laughs> but And maybe from the Newfoundland area. I'm not sure. <laughs> but they were definitely the... Uh, they were definitely... You would say drinking and oh. probably like drinking because they went to across the street. I do the math. They go across the street. There's a, I know there's a bar there. I know it. So when you go in there and then you don't show up, what do I? What, what happened? What do you think? I don't know. I'm not gonna say anything. But either way, yeah. And 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 I yeah. That company and it was a whole big thing, man. It was a big fuck up. But everything got fixed. And Van Dyke, that company is amazing. They changed everything. We ripped out floors and units. Fucking like, it's like, now it's like, oh, Hammer, go demo the, the apartment for third <laughs> of just of the Brand floor. new units. Brand eh? new, buddy. Even just the kitchens, right? When water, like a lot of them, we did save. Because you can. It didn't get messed up. It was like more in where we put the anchors was actually in the hallway corridors. Of the building. So how did water get into the actual Some unit? of them. Some. Yes. Got hit. It. So then it went through. And also, those buildings, they're like fly forms, wood, and then the concrete, the sound, the concrete poured and whatever. So it's not like a full concrete slab. When it puddles and there's a bunch of rain, like a lot, big rainstorm, it's going through. Boom, 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 boom. Right? So, but those guys, they fixed everything to perfect and it looked like nothing happened. And there was a big thing between the roofing company and the, our company. And oh, yeah, I'm sure insurance claimed and all types of stuff happened there. How long right? ago was that? Must have been like four years, five years. Okay. I, I'm not 100% sure, but yeah. The time flies for me, man. Yeah, it was definitely not that long ago. Lesson learned. Lesson learned. Don't, even if you're laborers. To the laborers out there, don't be scared to tell your boss something Speak where it's up. like, hey, boss, fuck, I seen those guys go over there. I don't think they're going to come back. I didn't want to dry snitch. Where I'm from, you don't say things. You keep your mouth shut. So when I seen those guys go in the bar and I said something, my brother, again, Lolly the Cobra, this is your fault, said, shut up. Because I was going to say, Alex, those guys went to the bar. On the mic. Right. On the mic. On yeah, the I'm on the mic. roof. I'm not going to fucking go yeah. down to the first floor, find this guy. This guy's like, in, he's always doing something. He's always, you don't see this guy stop. On a build, you don't, you're not going to, unless we have a radio, where are you? Okay. I'm in P. I'm there. I'm here. Right. But again, and I love my brother too for that because, again, who am I? Right. I'm a nobody. I'm here learning, man. I'm trying to build a building, get a building under my belt. And there's going to be shit that happens. These are the things you learn from, the failures, right? That was a L. I know that was a L we took, but again, 
the elevators were good, and Alex, that's called really the big boss that they really cared about, right? Like, like little flooring and shit can be changed. That's yeah, not a big that's deal. Simple but enough. Elevators are good. Everybody's safe. That was the main thing, too. The big bosses, I really respect them. Big up. I think John, I'll name him president. He was the president there. Ron, his name was. I used to call him Uncle Ron. I love that guy. For a big boss, someone who's a, such a big person in a big company to come and be so humble. And he would always talk to me, tell me about things, guide me. Oh, you know, this, that, do things this way. Don't worry about being here forever. Get these two buildings under your belt, you know. And he's, I think, a president or uh, somewhere else now in another company. I don't think he's still there, but I, he might hear this one day. Big ups to you, Ron. I, you're an inspiration tool, you know. I, and these, like... They didn't care. All they said was, "Are you what happened? Are you guys safe?" Is the Those elevators? Are the important questions what to ask. happened to the elevators? Yeah. They didn't ask who the fuck cut these holes. Why are we doing all this stuff? And after those questions get asked, but right away it's like, "Listen, is anybody hurt? Anybody die? Is the elevators okay? Yes, yeah, yeah. You got a little wet, whatever, but we squeeze. Like Alex is so smart too, because he stayed so calm at the beginning when he's on the phone. He's like screaming." So I'm like, oh, I'm running to this guy. I don't, like, I left. All my guys took from one, and we happened to be like 10 minutes away. We're right down the road building our, next, doing a house. My cousin, big up, Veritas Group, building something for him back in those days. Long story short, man, like, failures are good for you because. That's how you learn. And I learned so much about flat roof systems. So that was you worth the, the 400 grand. You saw the layers. I don't know. <laughs> right? uh, that's an expensive tuition, man. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. But again, I'm sure insurance and these guys and somebody took the L for that, right? Got any questions there, Carlito? No, I was just listening to the story. <laughs> <laughs> He's mesmerized. I'm a storyteller. <laughs> you almost need to listen to part one. Of tea and oh my god, you didn't hear our show. I don't know, he doesn't listen to his own shows. Yeah, I didn't either. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I, have a lot of people listen to it. Yeah, yeah, we we listen to it. We had our guys uh bumping it that's the next day. We were at that job where the guy put the dry core off, yeah, 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 we were like bumping it. And yeah, even from that show, I love Instagram and. You could really hold out, like you're saying, and a lot of guys connecting with each other, and yeah, like look, we just invented something. Luso Dude, designs. Andrew, shout I'm out to him, man. At you, buddy. Honestly. We just invented something, and yeah, I'm not. So, a so I gave guy. one to T, man. So Andrew, he thanks you, and he, but he's got a great idea, and he's yeah. gonna use it for something, yeah. and he'll share it online, and you'll see it, man. Yeah, it's see? smart, clever. You give a gift, and I'm about to go and. Give, another Give him gift. a gift and keep the money all, yeah. you know, circulating. Uh, <laughs> circulation. You just recently did a job. You got to tell me that excavation job that you just did and the waterproofing and everything. Oh. Like, how long did that take, man? Cause three it, days. Three days, eh? Yeah. You got to yeah. tell Carlito about that. That was, a f- that was a fun job. That was a beast of a job. And yeah. these guys, like, just attacked it. Attacked it. You know what happened was, okay, uh, the thing is, my stupid sister, <laughs> it's her house. Big this up is steel, the, Mimi. This is the... The radio fixer. The, the radiologist. Yes, yes. <laughs> She's a radiologist, but she fixes radios. <laughs> <laughs> he think... <laughs> 
You got to listen to the first episode. Okay. I've been listening. So, so <laughs> she bought a house. She has to be 15 minutes away from the hospital, right? She's on call. If she's on call, she has to make it there. That's a rule in the medical? 15 minutes? When you're a doctor on call, yeah. You have to be 15 minutes away. You have to live or it doesn't matter. They don't care. You have to get there in 15 minutes. Wow. Yeah. Obviously, she's like instead of renting and whatever, and she gets a house in Hamilton, close to that hospital. And uh, yeah, it's leaking and water and coming up, all types of issues, water issues in the foundation. We went there before and ripped out the driveway and stuff and did some stuff there. But before I pour the concrete now on the whole driveway, I'm like, you have to, have to adjust. Like, she's worried. She keeps saying, oh, my basement, my basement, my basement. It came to the point where I'm busy. We're on other jobs. Like, thank God, I'm building a house. I'm doing this. We're doing yeah. that. I, kinda, yeah. like, I was like, okay, we're going to get there. Just chill. So finally, it comes through my mom. And then my mom is like, oh, you got to get over there. What's wrong with you? You don't know how to run jobs. Uh, you, 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 this, right? So like really getting to me. So it's guilt tripping you, man. Yeah. So either way, I'm not going to leave my sister hanging. This is my sister. I am a super villain in construction. And this is easily, a, <laughs> you know, you're in the business. This is a $15,000, $20,000 job yeah. all day, buddy. Yes. Yeah, that's cheap. All day. On the low end, uh, if it's a friend kind of thing, man. Yes. 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 This yes. is a big, it's not a small thing. But either way, I don't got time for this shit. I got to go. I'm building a house. I'm doing so much stuff right now. Boom. I get all the guys. We go there. I even got my brother, Cobra, with his guys in the basement doing the interior. I didn't post that yet. I only posted the exterior. My brother's inside all while we're doing the exterior. And this is a fucking mountain. Did you see in the video? We're digging. It's all rocks. Yeah. The problem, the reason my, I already figured basically the, she was having the problem is the other guys, when they built the house back in the day, they were probably like, fuck this, man. We can't, like, you know, they didn't dig wide enough. So now you have to dig more for that weeper. They just put the weepers higher. That's right? exactly what they did. Yeah. Exactly what yeah. they did, man. Yeah. So now the gang members have to come in with the jackhammers and all types of shit. The super villains. And start literally, if you've seen in the video, digging like yeah. a channel, man, yeah. around this house, dude. All the way to where I need to be. Yeah, it was a crazy dig. Big up to my excavator, Mark. Mark, I love you. And Mark did a great job ripping everything out. And yeah, we basically, I showed the whole process of waterproofing. Uh, the way I was taught by the OGs. And yeah, it was, oh my God, it was awful. And then it's done. And Three then days. It's done. Three days. Insane. And, then, in, and inside, the, all the cutting of the concrete. I'll be honest, man. T, nobody's going to be able to do it that fast. I love that. See? Mimi, do you hear this? Mimi, I want you to hear this. Okay? Because I'm smarter than you. Yeah. 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 But I like that. See, that shit inspires me, man. Because, like, I'm there for my sister. We're there, like, honestly, to, like, eight, nine. And big up to the neighbor, Benny Stucco. Nice guy. Love this guy. Great guy. He, he's there. His kid came on. He's like, I'm like, here's a shovel. And he's, like, moving through. Like, you know, just, just let him have fun, right? Yeah. But, and then the other neighbor, they were all so nice. They didn't really. Because usually people be like, come on, buddy. You're driving an excavator. It's loud, blah, blah, blah. But I'm just turning up the music. So people hear music instead yeah. of excavator, right? But yeah, three days, and then our reward was to go back to Young and Finch and 
start cutting up the concrete and digging for those new pipes and drains over there. Wow. <laughs> I get all over again. Oh, my God, bro. What a week. That week. That was last week, I think. Right? Yeah. It's Crazy. getting cold. You're lucky that you had a That's why I was stressing yeah. to get there. Yeah. It's, getting, it's getting cold, man. Yeah. Here in Canada, man. Canada. But I remember last year, I think I did our last pour was like in like the beginning of December, which I was, I remember I was like, what? It was kind of pushing it. It was just a shed pad for a guy, whatever, for my buddy. And he didn't care. He was like, just do it. The weather, if you notice, every year for the construction men's, we're getting longer seasons. Eight, nine years ago, it was snowing at this time. But uh, I'm surprised we that we haven't seen it yet. Conc- we weren't ripping out driveways. No, we couldn't. Right? And we weren't doing like anything really outside. We started shifting to the inside. Nothing scheduled this week for snow either. Yes. It's actually nice. So we're going into the first week of December. See? And it's like no snow. Yeah. And the temperatures are relatively warm. Yeah. Relatively warm. I think we might even get to like the end of December. You think so? Maybe. No white Christmas. Maybe not. We'll see. But you'll have gray concrete. <laughs> you get to pour, right? The boys keep pouring. I've been right? dreaming of a white concrete Christmas. Christmas. Concrete Christmas. Concrete. A Christmas that <laughs> See, would be now on the podcast, so I've got I've got a band now. That's apparently Sweet. what they have. Yes, sir. Are you gonna ask any questions or what? Don't you want to know anything from him? I want to know your construction bone. Oh, that's a good question. Oh, my construction bone, like to pick? Yes. Hmm. Ah, I don't a know. recent one, something. A recent one. Fuck! I had a couple too that was upsetting me, and I forgot. <laughs> I'm like so doing. There's like a million. My mind is like an enigma. I see a mouse house and mice <laughs> running everywhere. What? A mouse house? Where? <laughs> what are you talking about? I want to. I want to see this house. <laughs> Take me there. <laughs> uh, yeah. I can't think of one at this moment. Nothing? Yeah, bone to pick. Yeah, at this moment. Actually, you know what? I had a thing that kind of bothered me. So we're pouring concrete. And this lady comes. I guess the lady across the street. This just happened like maybe a month and a half ago. I thought you were going to see it like an hour ago. No, 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 no. Not, So not she that comes, reason. all right. And she's like, oh, where are you guys from? It's like that, right? And I'm on the road. I'm, I have a concrete coming. Jose's coming with this concrete truck. Is this a white, white woman? Uh, you would say yes. She was the Caucasian color. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but she's like, where are you guys from? Right? With a mug, tea in her hand, whatever. It was early in the morning. We're pouring concrete today. Okay. And I guess me and my brother, my brother's there. My, my buddy Z's there. We're kind of waking up. It's like We're already awake. We're kind of talking. We're loud, I'd say, I guess. We talk loud. And when she said that, my brother kind of was like, looked, and I was like, oh, I'm from Pakistan. And she's like, oh, that's why. That's my brother, why what? That's what my brother said. My brother's like, oh, that's why what? She's like, oh, that's why you guys are like so loud and, you know, so... So whatever. And I'm like, oh, actually, we live here all our lives, right? And my brother to her is like, oh, no, we're just, you know, construction guys. We shoot guns and do all this stuff. We, we, our ears are fucked. Like, we just talk a little loud. We're sorry. We'll be, you know, whatever. And she's like, no, that's not why. It's just the way you're, you, you people are. Oh, fuck. And like, 
fucking turns around and just walks away. Buddy, my brother is not the most controlling of anger in his person. <laughs> and I could see this guy. I know my brother. Brewing. I, yeah. He's brewing. Yeah, he's like, fucking, what? Like, he, I can see. And I know Z. He's like, what the? All of us are there. So we're like, the fuck? And I know. And my guy, right away, I just held my hand like, guys, just chill. Like, look at them. And then she turns around as, as she's walking away. I take my hammer and I wham the slam the wheelbarrow because I'm cleaning. Hey, I, my concrete's coming. I got to work, buddy. Yeah. Boom. And it makes a loud noise. She must have kind of shook, right? That kind of bothered me because why are you doing that? I'm here feeding my kids, lady. Yeah. I'm here trying to feed my family. Look, we've been here for that job took us two days. And I made a video of that job, too, of how to rip out slabs without jackhammers to not make the neighbors mad. Right? Because I even that first morning, I seen her looking and I felt something. So I even told Z, Z, fuck the quick cut, leave the jackhammer. Buddy, I'm going to show you a trick. My boss, Alex, taught me. Big up, Alex, on how to break slabs very fast, very efficiently. Put them. We broke that slab. Honestly, as Z, I wish she was here in like an hour, hour and a half, the whole line. And put it to the side. Sally's coming with the trailer. Put it right in the trailer and it's gone. It's not even on the street. Jesus. We're so clean. The sidewalk never has a pebble in it. Nothing. From that first day, I seen that. Now, to all the people and the ladies, and I know what she's doing. She wanted me to engage her and be like, you know what, I feel blah, 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 blah. She don't understand that I've been through this. I, I know what you're doing. And to all my colored friends and brothers, they hopefully you learn from my episode that don't let these people... Engage you. Don't let them bring you down. Exactly. Who gives a fuck? I'm about to make a nice bag here and leave in two days. Let that motivate you. She's only hating on you because she do, she don't like you to be successful. Yep. They don't want us to succeed. That's basically They it. want us in the mud. Yeah. And, I, and I'm in the mud. I love that. I found a way. <laughs> now I'm in the mud. Now I'm getting paid to be in the mud. That is my revenge to you. You're going to stare at that fucking concrete pad across the street from your house. Every day. And it looks immaculate. And everything is so clean. And the homeowners love it. That's all I care about is my homeowners. Obviously, I care about the neighbors. But essentially, if you're going to be like a fuckboy, then whatever. I'm not going to engage you. I'm just going to nicely, okay, lady, you know, whatever. You know? And then the next day, when we come to rip off our forms, cut the lines, in my morning, I'm like, Z. Tomorrow, we're going to go there a little earlier and cut the lines. Seven, cut the lines. But then something's like, you know what? Don't fuck with the lady. We'll go there. We went there even a little later, 9 o'clock, just to help her out and be like, just not to bother her. She's not going to call the cops. Cut the lines, cleaned everything up, cleaned up, left. Ladies, please, you know what I mean? Everybody, we're all humans here. We're all trying to feed our kids. Even I'm, I'm going to make a video. Even my wife, I showed her. I got really cut bad on my finger, like a couple weeks back, and I rip peel my skin back, okay? Because I, I let my kids like pick my scabs sometimes. Once they scab up, they like pick them off. Whatever these guys, my little dudes. But I pull my skin back, and under my skin, I'm white. I'm white. So 
And this happens to all the colors, black people, white people, brown people, Chinese people, people from Mars, whatever. When you get cut and, I, and you, try, you pull your skin back, buddy, my, I'm white under this brown yep. lady, right? So, like, you know, like the racism shit and all that, I don't, like, you know, we need to love each other. And, and another thing is we're pink inside. That's true, too, right? We're all, we all bleed red. The, the arrogance and the hatred and in this that's happening. Do you uh, get a lot of racism? Not really, but recently in the last three years, maybe it's kind of jumped up a little where people are more bold. They might have still been racist before, but they weren't so bold with it. Like that lady, for instance, how like, oh, no, that's just how you are. Right? <laughs> like saying little weird things. And again, like I've learned that this, use this, don't get angry, use this. To motivate you. Kill her with kindness. Yes, exactly. Right? And even the next day when we went there, I cut the concrete. As she was sitting on her front porch. As I'm leaving, I say, nice to see you, ma'am. Wave to her. And I left. Right? It's the it's best like, thing you could do, man. Honestly. Right? So it's like, why, 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 why are you like, coming and trying to fuck up somebody's day and their plan. I got concrete coming. You think it's loud now. Wait till the truck comes and I start ripping that exactly. spinner, buddy. Right? <laughs> and I guess she realized, too, like, whatever. You know what I mean? Uh, we lo- like the, Especially in Toronto, Canada, this is a diverse country here. There's so many different colors. Our, I, our company, we have every color. I got Chinese guy, black guy, white guy, brown guy. Purple guy, when we all are together, it's a gang. We are a unit. Every member plays their part. This is a construction company. When you're trying to run a job, every guy has to play his part, or else that guy gets turned into a Frisbee and gets replaced. Some guys I have are boomerangs. You can't can't get rid of them. They keep coming back. They're just boomerang. (laughs) You You can't turn them into a Frisbee. Either way, you know, things, I love everyone. I love you, lady, across the street. I don't want to name this street. But so you still have love for her? Even I love though her. Because she motivates me. Because I'm like, yeah, I just, I'm going to go eat more concrete and do more <laughs> jobs. And maybe that lady, she probably even follows us. And she's going to see, witness the ark, witness the earthworm. How would you handle that, Carlino? You guys probably don't get that a lot because no, you were, you we're know Caucasian, I mean? right? Yeah, right. So you can't. Yeah, like I'm how beige, would you handle bro. that? How I'm would beige. you handle? Yeah. Oh, you're pink. Right? No, I'm beige. Yeah. You're beige. I gotta get a. So they call me. Call me beige in my neighborhood. Yeah. How would I handle it? First of all, I think I would have uh, definitely approached her at the end of the project, and said, uh, "It's unfortunate that you lack education. We're human." And we don't need this. You don't need to be that way, and I don't need to feel this way. So I hope you live your life in happiness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. You got to kill them with kindness, right? <laughs> what can, like, they, the second I say fuck you to the lady, she's calling the cops. No, in the minute that you say fuck you to her, she thinks she's right. Yeah. Yeah, she think she thinks she won. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, and you screwed with her. Yeah. 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 It's the best thing you could have done. Yeah. And I'm glad the guys listened to you because you know what? Maybe she won't be so rude the next time. 
Yeah, sure. She had no right to do anything. She should have minded her own business. If anything, she should have said, hey, you guys need some water or some pop? You guys want anything? Yeah. Can I help you? Can I make this go faster so I can have some peace? <laughs> I don't know if we could even have done it faster. Like two days. Yeah, pe- you know what? People are funny, man, these days, eh? No respect for themselves or others. Yeah. Either way, you can't let shit get to you, you know? I'm just, we have our destiny. My destiny is to, like, to build things and demolish things. Smash. No one will get in my way and stop me. I'm Carlio right now. I feel so, I'm like a bullet. I can't, I'm not stopping. I'm going through everything. (laughs) Every job I'm going, we're plotting. I'm at home holding my daughter. I'm fucking thinking of the job. Like tomorrow, Z's going to eat that. I'm going to have Marty break that wall. Sally's going to frame that. My brother's going to start cutting the concrete. Goat is going to do his goat things and be a goat. Wow. Right? This is what happens like when you're... I'm, I can't stop I want, thinking. Can I be in your crew? Can I? I be, would love that. Can I be Uzi? Well, you gotta be, you gotta get jumped in. So no, I want to be all the boys. I want to be called Uzi in your crew. <laughs> you know what? Sure. Yeah. I got some questions for you, man. I love questions, man. Do you feel a lot of young guys don't want to be in construction anymore? Yeah. You feel that they want to do something else? They're not interested in working hard and making the money that we yes. make. Yes. What's going to happen 20 years, 30 years from now when all the older guys, yourself, you get to the point where you're going to retire, you want to spend time with the family. What's going to happen when we don't have that workforce coming up behind us? Well, (laughs) that's a big problem for the people that need shit built. But I think there will always be 5% of guys that still love construction and are out there. We're men. It's It's in us. We build things. We break things. We make fires. We go hunting. We do things. Wow. We it's true. Right? So it's in us. So I don't think that'll ever happen. Because there's always going to be a hammer. There's always going to be an earthworm. There's always going to be a Manny and oh, a Carlito eating everything. There's a lot of fucking Manny's right? in construction. Oh, yeah. A lot. No, but you know what I mean? Like, in there's Portugal. always going to be. And we, you, I have my guys under me. Now, they're the same age, but some other guys are like 10 years younger. And then they all have their guys. Like, I, all my guys, I'm a comp- we're not a regular company. I'm not a normal contractor. No, we no. are artists. We create. We don't have a website. I don't have an office. I don't have, we don't, I don't have none of that. I don't do, like, we don't even go and market. It's all through the system of referrals and talking and even jobs we choose our jobs like you know what i like i'd want to build this house it's hard or i'd want to do this waterproofing job because it's for my sister and she's gonna get charged 40 grand (laughs) right (laughs) we're not i i i i I train all my guys in two years i don't i want to work for them i want them okay little birdie like alex did to me fly away and call me now when you get your jobs. I'll meet you on your job. Learn everything from me and start your own company. I bought my guy a truck. Go, here. Now all the garbage, these little things. you What big kind of it. truck? It was a 1998 GMC Sierra. Beautiful work <laughs> truck. Yes, sir. Facebook marketplace. But then the <laughs> fuck boy loses it. He like, he like did some stuff and he like. How do you lose a truck? 
He goes out, drives at night, like in the curfew time. It wasn't plated, I guess, yet. And then he didn't have it registered. Blah, blah, blah. Long story short, he fucking, the truck's in the impound. And we don't go to the police auction. I'm busy. I'm on a job. I'm not going to go back now and buy another truck that I just bought you. Fucking go. But yeah. Uh, Who's that? That you see him in our videos, yeah, yeah, uh, the yeah, Ramsey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, the Pharaoh, yeah, the Goat, Ram Goat. Uh, that's how the name came about. His name is Ramsey. We're a great gentleman. Look out for him. He's gonna do great things. But again, all my guys, I try to big them up. Not like a regular boss where I keep you at the same thing your whole life. I'm gonna make money off you. No, you'll work better for me if you know you're bigging up, bigging up, right? And you'll produce more. And then in two years, you're going to call me, T, I have a job. I need to knock down this house. Right? So now you're, we're growing. This is why we are a crew of men. Yeah. It's a crewman group. We are all together. We're How all do connected. we get the younger generation loving construction as much as you love construction? Let's make all of them lots watch of money. our videos. Sorry, what was that? Lots of money. Yeah. What do you mean lots of money? Everybody likes lots of money. They get interested. This is a thing, too, with the younger guys, right? And I see a lot of these guys, they want to just, they think they could just, okay, I have 10 grand. I want to get into crypto or I want to do something that I don't have to actually do anything. And I want another 20 grand back off of my 10 grand. Well, fuck, boy. The only way that's going to happen, and I'm living proof of this. Eight years ago, I think I did this. Save up your little $10,000. All you young guys. And instead of investing in a stock or a crypto or a currency, invest in yourself and do something that, okay, you know what? I like this. I like that. For instance, in my case, I love my jobs and my excavators and my stuff. I buy a little bobcat. Cost me about $12,000. So use bobcat. Judy, lover, still have her. That machine... I invest in myself now. I bought something. Now I'm going to use that something to make me money. Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah, thank God. That machine has paid for itself over 10 times. And it bought me my next machine, which is Mark, the excavator. Big up to Judy and Mark, my mother-in-law and father-in-law. I named my machines after them because I love them like that. So, <laughs> yeah. But now that investment... To this day, it's paying off. It's, it's making you money. Good money. Yes. Re I don't want to, for the young guys, it's good loving. Good money. I've and got you're a, working for yourself. I've got a lot of guys, young guys and old guys, always asking me, what's my daily rate? What, what do you want to try to achieve on a daily basis? It's a, it's a difficult answer to present because of the different projects. And the thing is, sometimes you'll get a daily rate that's at the top. Yeah. Sometimes you get a daily rate that's at the bottom. You're gonna get more daily rates at the bottom than you are gonna get daily rates at the top. But like social media, we like to present filters out there. And so we say the top number all yeah. the time. Yeah. It's a little misleading to the industry sure. when you've got younger people looking up to the more experienced people to figure out how do I start in this business? Where do I start in this business? How do I begin? How do I price myself? How do I, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So where are you at that point? 
Okay, How do with, you look at it? With me, when people like hire us, right? I like you said, I have my daily rates. Like if I'm coming to your house with my bobcat and two guys, it's gonna be fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. And I'm doing whatever you want. And we do a lot of stuff you've seen in one yes, day. Yes, yes, right? insane. Uh, and it saves you an insane amount of money because you don't have to rent a bobcat. You don't need a float. You don't need anything. You don't need the guys. I come with my tools, everything. But then there's some days where it's like, okay, I need an excavator and other more guys. So the rates change. Again, the thing with you're saying for the younger guys, if you're getting into this right away just thinking about money, 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 you're lost. You're already lost. You lost. Don't worry about the money. But they're getting pressure from their friends, their circle of friends okay. that are all crypto, TikTok. Fuck your friends, Investment buddy. this, investment yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that. I see that a lot. They have to remember that's that guy's destiny. Everybody has their own destiny. And you're not going to make money doing nothing like look at you guys you've been up 24 hours for fuck's <laughs> sakes right look at it right do we right zero T, money T, do yeah. we do we look like we've been up for uh, zero he's chilling like a villain super villain over here he, i got I, I can hang with him you, no no but like you know what i mean you guys are, tired you're good though yeah. right? like you're still up and you're you're embracing that tiredness right when we're yeah. hungry at work i embrace that shit because yeah. there's people around the world dying so Whatever. But, but the majority right? of young people, like you said, man, they want everything for giving nothing. They want it handed to them. Yeah. <sighs> everything, I don't, they don't want to work. But that's not construction. That's not. And that's really, that's why uh, they better start making robots or some shit because. That'll never happen. Yeah. No, it'll never happen. You I can't, can't see crewmen group m robots. No, no way. I can't. Never. It'll never happen. Never. Never. Not even Elon Musk can make that kind of technology with my no. brain that I'm thinking and all no. this stuff going on with us. Yeah. We're plot all day. But this is the thing. As long as there's something that needs to be built, destiny will provide a builder into all history. I could have built the, fuck the pyramids. If I had 50,000 Egyptians, you'd see what I'd build if I was back then, buddy. You understand? So there's always going to be guys like that with that mentality that don't care about the money. I'm going to build something, and it's going to be amazing, and it's going to be there forever. It's going to immortalize me. The houses I build, the shit I'm doing, my trades come, they're like, buddy, this is art, what you're doing. Is money... <sighs> this is another thing with the young guys, not to cut you off. No, go ahead. Young guys, don't start your businesses and start buying all these flashy trucks and all these trailers and all this expensive shit. The young My guys would never have bought that $12,000 Bob. Huh? They would have been looking at a brand new brand one. Brand new one. Why? Use your thing. And that thing... But you looked at it like twelve k. If I do X amount of jobs... That thing's paid for itself. Brother, thank the Lord. I paid for it within the first job. The guy came from Facebook Marketplace. It was at Hans Dairy. I still remember. Big up Sarb Hans. She owns the dairy factory. Her, uh, Hans Dairy. We're doing a job over there for her. B love her. Boss woman. I bought the Bobcat over there because it was a big job yeah. that we're doing for her. And I didn't want to rent it for a month, whatever. So I started looking. And that's... It, literally, the guy brought it from Facebook Marketplace. I gave him the money. He dropped it. I took it off his trailer, and I literally started digging the same minute. And it's, it's, I'm working. 
That's so how it was. You've got these young guys. Listen, I, I, I get a lot of young guys reaching out to me and talking to me, right? Yeah. Because, I don't know, whatever. They think that I'm some sort of mentor. And I share some advice and all kinds of shit. So I get these young guys telling me about how they just met some real estate agent who focuses on pre-sale construction of townhomes or condo units. Okay. And this one player, this one shooter, starts telling the younger guys, I sold 12 units. My profit on those 12 units was 41K each. So my check this month. And that's what they start comparing it to. Yeah. Those are numbers that you're never going to see in construction. Yeah. I respect you and anybody else that's in construction that has a vision. They can drive around a city and go, I built that. Yeah. I had a part in that. Yeah. I did that. Sure, he sold all these priests. It's like, it's almost like money is evil. It is. And if evil. you're only driven by money, what is going to happen to you ultimately? Okay, listen, there's a saying in Islam, and I think this is in the Quran. It's a big saying. It is in the Quran. Man, the nature of man, if he was giving a mountain of gold, he would want another mountain. That's man. That's man. Yeah. If you're only about money, you're never going to be happy. You understand? You always, you, it's, it's an it's a evil, it's like a demon. It's gonna, you're, you're going to fuck people over. Hey, how can I cut corners? Oh, my God, don't blue skin all the windows of the house. That's going to be like $1,000 like and another 1000 in labor for the blue skin. What? Are you crazy? Just blue skin the bottom jam. You know what? Screw blue skinning even the jam. The window will be fine. It's true. Buddy, I blue skin the whole fucking thing. And then I tie back around it, and but I take that, my tie back. That man looks at it like I just saved myself a thousand dollars, put a thousand dollars in, in ten, my pocket. Yeah, but in ten years, I'm coming there to rip out all your sills because they're fucking all water damaged. How about that? Right? Money is evil. Right? <laughs> I gotta wake up my co-host there. I'm not asleep. No, nah, he's is good. He's. I see him. His eyes are <laughs> in my soul. We're connecting. You know. What is it, Carlito? It's the OCB. No, it's not the OCB. How many times are you going to say <laughs> that, man? I didn't do any OCBs. <laughs> <laughs> what do you guys want to talk it's about? history with Manny. Okay, this is what we're going to talk about. Let's talk about money. What are the most expensive houses in the world? What are they? Yeah. The 10 most expensive homes in the world. Wow. It's got to be in Hawaii. So, Ellison Estate in Virginia, $200 million. Oh. Four Fairfield Pond in the Hamptons, $248 million. The Odeon Tower Penthouse in Monaco, $330 million. Wow. Le Palais Boulay in France, $390 million. Villa Le Cedre. In France, $450 million. Villa Leopolda in France, $750 million. Antilla in India, $1 billion. Wow. And the number one most expensive home in the entire world is... Take a guess on what city it's in. Toronto? I, have, I haven't named it. No, it's not. California. No, it's not America. Buckingham Palace at a cost of $2.9 billion dollars wow well the queen has well, that's to where the whole nice. royal family lives yeah the royal family deserve it we owe it to them it's their blood it's their <laughs> right my lord give them all our money <laughs> clean up their poo 
and that was history with Look, Manny. Car- Carlito is slowly making Meow. a bed out of chairs. Yes, <laughs> yes, it's 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 getting that. I should have brought my little cot or something for you guys. <laughs> no, man. man, we have to stay right? awake. Yeah. We still got this one, and we got three more to go, bro. Yeah. Oh, no, oh, no, we're not done yet. Stop it. Stop it, man. Stop it. <laughs> well, like 10 years ago, you guys would still be in the club. <laughs> it's true. It's, true, it's, not, it's not that late. It's true. Is Jeff right. coming back today? I don't think so. <laughs> he said he was going to come back. He was supposed to be here an hour ago. <laughs> yeah. So, sorry, T, we went off. And, and the only reason I'm bringing this up because I get I get bombarded by these questions all the time, right? All the time I get bombarded by them. I love that. That's good. People ask you things. You, you're an inspiration. I'm just trying to figure out how do we change the industry because it's really hard to change the industry. Buddy, the only way, and again, I get a lot of shout-outs too on Instagram. I love all the people, and I love everyone. More of us guys that hopefully are out there like me, and I know you're out there. Yeah. Post your stuff, bro. Start posting. Start showing the world what the construction life is about. The only way the younger guys are going to love construction is by guys like us posting stupid shit that we're yeah. doing because it's fun yeah like construction is fun and we get paid to do it good money and all for all you fucking young guys that are thinking oh yeah the money what are the numbers and this and that buddy look up how much a radiologist makes because that's who i'm competing with i don't like to say numbers and things and that you never want to i came from nothing they can too. I bought my first truck off a crackhead for like 500 bucks and some weed or whatever I gave him. I don't go looking for a truck that's 60 grand and then you're buying all this nice stuff right I, off the I bat. You don't even you have a job. I know. Humble yourselves down. Be a garbage expert. Learn things and you'll get there because destiny will make it so. And meet the right people. I, uh, I bought a condo for $46,000 off a of crackhead. Awesome. I love crackheads. You bought right? a condo? Yeah. For 46k in Flemington Park. Oh, Flemo Park big ups. Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right across from the Science Center, my first condo. The only problem was there was like six crackheads in it. Sure. So I had told a couple guys that work for me cuz I told you I used to hire homeless guys. I told them all Whoever finds me a property, I'll give you a thousand bucks cash. Not that I thought any of them would pull it off. This guy runs up to me and says, Hey, man, I know a crackhead that's got a condo. <laughs> yes. And sir. I'm like, What the fuck are you talking about, man? He's like, No, seriously, this guy, uh, he's a rich kid. His parents don't want him around. So they give him a $10,000 allowance and they bought him a condo in Flemington Park. I'm like, Flemington Park? That's like Gang Central, bro. He's like, it's a nice condo. And I'm like, okay, let's go check it out. I walk over there. We go upstairs. And sure enough, there's a whole bunch of crackers laying <laughs> sure. around these <laughs> couches. The fucking washroom is like they're washing their dishes in there. There's feces in there. Uh, it's a crack house. The kitchen, the kitchen is destroyed. I'm like, what the fuck? I go, well, and this crackhead wakes up. Bring him down to me, and I'll talk to him. Back then, the real estate for a unit like that was between ninety six and one hundred ten thousand. What are we talking about? Twenty plus years? 
around 20 years ago, yeah. Yeah. End up hooking up with this guy, and he, when he wasn't on crack, he seemed like he was a normal guy. Well, they all are. Some of them are geniuses. And he's like, listen, I got cut off from my allowance from my parents. Basically, this is all I have. And I go, all right, I'll give you a fucking 40 for it. So 40, and I'm like, listen, crackerhead, you want 40,000? I'll give you 40,000 right now. Anyways, we worked out at the 46,000, and I had to get rid of the crackers that were in there. So I just grabbed a couple guys, showed up, got yeah. rid of the cracker heads, bought the unit legally, and I uh, sold it less than three months for 146,000. Oh, <laughs> you hear that, young guys? You hear that? Oh my god, $100,000. Just for your story about crackheads. Yeah. <laughs> Never underestimate a crackhead. You see, do not look down on people. Everybody will help everybody. You understand? Some of this, it's, it's scientifically proven by doctors. Now Zishan's calling me. You see, you're supposed to be here. Oh, fucking <laughs> Answer guy. it. Okay, let's answer it. Hey, Z. Hey, you fucking slept in. I'm here still. By myself, these guys could have rushed me. Carlito, this guy's huge. Look, we had two other mics here ready to go. Yeah. It's, it's all right, guys. I would have got you guys. Yeah. <laughs> We're crazy, man. No, they didn't rush us. They didn't rush me. I'm good. Yeah. You probably would have got beat up anyways. <laughs> Nobody records 14 podcasts in 24 hours, yeah. man. Yeah. Yeah. Who does that craziness shit? Crackerheads. Yeah. <laughs> but yo, let me call you back, Z. Are you calling us crackerheads? Yeah. 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 Yes. Where were we, man? Yeah, what was I saying? Well, you were just saying don't underestimate a crackerhead. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, you bought a pickup truck from a crackerhead. Yes, that too. No, I was just saying something I forgot. No, no, but let me let me tell you, I used to hire crackheads. Yeah. And why? They're great workers. Well, first of all, I didn't know they were crackheads at the beginning. So I used to go by the... Uh, I used to do a lot of commercial work. I told you that before. High-rise buildings. Back then, it was a lot different. You could work in your underwear if you wanted. Tank yeah. tops. Nobody nobody gave <laughs> nobody a shit. Cares. There was no helmets. There was no There was no real laws in it. The good old days. Yeah. They, no WSIB. There yeah. was, but it was very rare. It was for the high-end stuff. Really high-end stuff. Anyways... Um, so I would go to the shelters. I would pick up between 10 and 30 guys a night. And I would take them for demolitions and renovations. And, you know, just I would weed through them. But, and it's true. You can't underestimate people. So what I found was there was very highly intelligent guys in shelters. That's they just, what I was about They just to screwed say. themselves up, made some bad decisions, ended up on the street getting yeah. divorced, losing their kids. Yeah. And I found that a few of them actually had million-dollar businesses at one point. They just gave up in life, people, place, and things. They became a crackhead. Yeah. Anyways, about five, a little bit over five years, I was hiring homeless people. Everyone would call them homeless, so I'm going to relate to homeless with by the, by the saying. But at the end of it, I actually pulled four guys out and put them back into population. What, what the system couldn't do, I yeah. did. Yeah. And it was, all it was was a little bit of love to somebody that didn't get it. You know what? They got to spend better time with somebody more positive like me. I kept them busy. I didn't let them spend their money. And I didn't let them go chase yes. crack. Yeah. And yeah. eventually they cleaned up and became normal guys. Yeah. Two of them I have contact with once in a while. 
They have their own businesses and they always thank me. Yeah. Just for giving them that chance that this they never so... got from anybody. Yeah. Yeah. And so you so you got to when you walk by somebody homeless or somebody all cracked out at some point they were good normal people and deep inside they still have a soul. You can't underestimate or assume that someone's a piece of shit because of the way they look or act. I'm not yeah. I'm not saying that. So, no, I'm just saying like, you know, it sounded like a really awful story, but yeah, I took advantage of somebody that was going to be taken advantage of anyways. And, and Well, you fixed them. Well, I, that guy, uh, the guy with the condo, I never fixed. Yeah. But oh, yeah, yeah. You probably <laughs> fucked him. You, you probably, he, he probably OD'd after he got that 46 grand. No, <laughs> no, no. no. no, no. <laughs> he probably, yeah. he was one of those kind of guys that just gave it away to everybody. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was trying to buy friends. It's, that's what I was going to say. It's scientifically proven that the smartest people end up doing drugs. Something about the brain, they need to explore... And some of the smartest people were drug addicts at one time in their lives. So you can't look down just because a guy's a crackhead. Some of the, some roofers, amazing roofers are crackheads. And they have their trade. They're just functioning addicts. That's all it is. I had the same thing that Carlito was talking about where I hire guys and then I find out, oh, this guy's on an opiate. Or, oh, this guy is on zoo. Right? Or this guy does this. And then even I had a guy even come and live at my house because they were doing good and tried to help him out and stayed at my house in my own house and he ends up like he said i save his money the guy buys a truck now two years later three years later the guy has his own tiling business he's still tiling from going to sniffing pills and again that guy always calls me too i still love that guy in hamilton the other shark come out big up to this builder we go to demo a guy's house i might have said this to you i don't know but we go in the backyard, there's some sheds we're supposed to knock down. Long story short, one of the sheds is locked. So we're like, that's weird. Whatever. We used to go inside, start demoing the house. Hour later, three guys come out of the shed. They're living in the shed. <laughs> and my buddy, I call my buddy, I'm like, buddy, you bought this house because he'd never been there. This is a builder buddy of mine. He just bought it. He's going to Jamaica this that same day. He's like, the keys are under the thing, hidden, stashed. Go there and knock, do what you do. So when I, and he said, knock both those fucking sheds down. I'm supposed to knock this thing down with my excavator. I got my excavator coming. So imagine, and, and we're, imagine if I knocked it down. These guys are in there. Three guys in a shed. Like, it was so funny. Sally was there. He looks at the window. He's like, bro, there's a guy, an older guy walking now. And in this job, I had another racist encounter. That same, uh, this old man that I'm walking, that's coming now. He's coming to the house. He comes to the house and he goes in the back. And he knocks on the shed door and away. He sees we're there, but he doesn't say nothing. And my guy's goat, and these guys are all, this house is a crack house, but it's full of garbage in the backyard. My guys are all throwing everything away. So when the guy comes, the old Caucasian gentleman, he's like, oh, what the fuck are you doing? You're throwing away all my shit. You people think you could just do anything. You just come here and fucking throw away my shit. And my goat is like, uh, bro, you know, like yelling for me. He stops. So when I hear all this yelling outside, I'm like, what's going on, you know? I go outside, and the guy's, like, yelling at, fuck this, and you this, and, you know, like, saying some racist slurs, whatever. He's upset. We're throwing away his metal and all these beer bottles. We don't drink alcohol, none of us. We put the beer bottles, and we donate to the lady across the street, lady, because we got to be nice with the neighbors, right? So, hey, neighbor, I'm your neighbor now. I'm working here for a week. My buddy bought the house, my cousin, whatever. I just tell him something, and... 
this is, I'm your neighbor, nice to meet you. We're supposed to love our neighbors, and that's Islam. 40 neighbors this way, 40 neighbors that way. <laughs> you gotta love them. That's the way Jesus was, prophet, everybody, that's how the, all the guys were, 40 houses. Either way, I'm your neighbor, take all these beer bottles, ma'am, I just bought this crack house, please, there's like a fucking whole load of beer bottles. You want them, or you seem to? Uh, she asked, gold, I guess, and we gave it to her. So this guy's pissed, buddy. This, that, the other, he's saying. So when I come outside, I'm in the front of the house, I'm like, hey, 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 buddy. Technically, by your law, this is all my stuff. Because the house closed on Wednesday. It's Friday, fuck boy. So what are you coming on my property yelling and screaming and saying all this shit? We're not the type to call the cops. There's five guys here, and everybody's coming outside. And guys are coming. You don't even see them. They're surrounding you. He's lucky my brother wasn't there. He would have got his head blown off, buddy. Like ripped off one time. You don't talk shit to certain people. That's where we're from. When you talk shit, you get smacked in the face, right? So when he's saying all this stuff, and this is about two weeks after the other encounter I just had. With the lady? Yes. So now I'm like, fuck, man. This, like, something's going on with this world here. So when I tell the guy, listen, buddy, I could literally throw away all your shit. This is my stuff. Call the cops. Fuck boy, you're, you know what I mean? You're on my property and I just seen you, two of your buddies giving each other hand jobs in the back of my shed. What are you guys doing over there? Like, what are you doing in the shed? You must have been here all night because we got there at seven in the morning. And if you're still in the shed at seven in the morning, I seen you come out, you've been there all night. I'm not an idiot. This is my house now. I calmed the guy down. I said, first of all, I started swearing and yelling, whatever. I know in my mind, something in my heart told me, listen, kill this motherfucker with love. So I told, buddy, is that your truck? Pulls up his truck. Roy is his name. Big ups, Roy. We're actually friends now. Pulls up his truck. I said, guys, load up all the metal for the brother in his truck. Okay? And I told him, him, and there's another guy named Josh. Josh, who was living in the shed. Big up to Josh. He's a part <laughs> of the crewman group now. He works for us, doing great things. And the other guy, he was a fuckboy. I don't know his name, but he, like, ran away. He thought we were going to beat him up. He, like, jumped the fence and, like, ran. I don't know him. He never came back. But the two guys... Josh and Roy, they end up helping us clean. Because I'm like, listen, you're going to help me. This is all your shit. Clean up this shit. You're going to help me on the outside. So in my mind now, I'm like, perfect. I got through two free labors. And my guys, I don't want them beating anybody up. And then now, you know, cops are here. And my guys, they're a little, sometimes you can't control these guys. When everything, the situation controlled now, buddy, these two guys, they start loading up all the garbage in the truck. And I have a picture of the backyard. I'll send it to you later. All the garbage, the metal, because it's scrap metal. There's beer bottles. This is money to these guys. Yeah. To me, it's fucking garbage. I don't care. I'm trying to knock these sheds down. And all the tools, the, sh the, the shed the guys were living in were full of tools they had, like generator and proper stuff. The guy, Josh, he ends up being like a construction guy. He's just down on his luck. He has a demon on his back or a monkey on his back, we say. He's dabbling in the crack, you may say. And yeah, the guy is just... But he ends up being an amazing worker. He's a metal guy. He can bend flashing and do all this shit. So I'm in my mind, I'm like, bro, listen, I'm not, we're not going to call the cops or nothing. You guys take all your stuff. You could stay here for now in the shed. You'll be our security, and you'll move you from the shed, put you in the house. Because we're demoing the house who gives a fuck. I'm, like, we're literally demoing everything. After they cleaned up outside, they came inside and helped me get the house. This is when I knew they were good. It started raining. Me and my guys, we don't care when it rains. It doesn't matter. We just, we're doing what we're doing. The guy, Josh, takes off his shirt, 
puts it in a dry spot so his shirt doesn't get wet and keeps fucking moving. I'm watching this, buddy, as a boss. I'm like, holy shit. Look at this guy. He's amazing. He's keeping up to my guys. And my guys, they're not regular guys. They run. They don't care. Yeah. They love this shit. They're in the mud. They want to jump in the mud. They don't care. Boom. That older gentleman, the racist guy in the beginning who was swearing at me, Bo Brown, you fuck boys. You think you could just buy our town and blah, blah, blah. At the end of the day, he apologized to me. He said, bro, I never met really a colored people and you guys like that. My whole perception of you colored people has changed. You could have threw away all my shit. You could have told me to go fuck myself. Taking all my scrap metal. And it was a lot of money in scrap metal. It must have been easily 800 bucks. I'm talking a lot of shit. There's copper. You know copper, buddy. Number one copper. I used to be a scrap guy for fun. I used to do scrap. Pure gold. That's gold. Just lying there. ACs, refrigerators with those compressors. You know, like a crack house, buddy. There's all this shit everywhere. So when I told him, listen, we're not going to throw away your stuff. You should have been out of here by law by Wednesday. It's three days later, buddy. It's not my problem. But instead, I was like, kill him with love. Let the brother have his stuff. I'm not here to steal people's garbage. Let the other guy, he's in the shed, come in the house. He ended up staying in the basement for like a week or two. And my buddy who bought the house, I told him, like, yo, bro, there's crackheads living in your shed. And he's like, buddy, I'm about to jump on a plane. Fucking tell him to kick rocks. Get, like, what do you want me to do? Like, he didn't know. He just bought a house and boom. Me and that guy are still friends. The guy, Josh, works for us now. I don't know what he's doing, but... He's working for my buddy who's building the house in Hamilton. So now from me, he's with him. Now he stays there on that site. Sometimes I need him. I'll call him. He'll take the bus to Toronto. Good guys, right? Just because there are like people are on drugs and this and that. I could have been like, oh, you're a fucking white drunk crackhead. If you're coming at me with some energy that's like, fuck you, fuck you, brown guy, you piece of shit, you, you brown piece of shit on my white underwear, my clean white underwear, you wow. shit stain on my white underwear, my Hanes beautiful white underwear, you piece of shit. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? Like, if you're coming at me with this energy, and I hit you back with that same energy, a fire, buddy, it's a fire. Fire is a fire. One guy, there has to be a guy that's, that says, you know what, the cre- there's a creator out there. Allah is watching us, and this is my test. To see, hey, you know what? Am I going to go the route of hate and the devil, fire with fire with this guy? Or am I going to be a human? I'm made of clay. Clay is made to build. It is made to mold things. It is strong. Fire is destroys things. I'm going to cool this motherfucker down. In that sense. That's difficult, man. Yo, I go through some shit, man. But that's, that's what makes you a man, right? How old are you? I think uh, 36, 35. But mentally, I'm like 50, buddy. Yeah. I've been through some mud. I've been stabbed. I've been shot at by an AR-15 machine gun. I've been chased. I've been through the mud. I've had people fuck me over for over 100 grand. You heard the story. I've been beat up my whole life. What was his name again? Joe! Joe! I love you, Joe. <laughs> you piece of shit. But I hate you. No, actually, I don't hate him at all. There can be no hate in the heart for one to have true happiness. Hate is the devil. Hate is a darkness. It's a black spot in your heart. Don't have it, brothers. All the brothers listening out there, take that black spot. Everybody is born with it. It's not a really, like, if you look x-ray, like a radiologist sees a heart, you're not going to see a black thing. This is something that's spiritual. You understand? 
there's a blackness in everybody's heart. The only person that had it taken out was the Prophet Muhammad. And I, that was taken out of him. That's the only person in the world. We're, everybody else has a darkness. That darkness grows now. The whole heart can be dark. To the point where I fucking hate you because you have that porn mustache. And I don't like the way you look, motherfucker. <laughs> right? Like shit like that. It's just, it's just evil and hate, man. So Joe, I know even if you hear this, I love you, buddy. Because I heard what destiny has done to you. And everybody gets what they get. What happened to Joe? I don't want to say, but destiny gets what they get. And I know he's not a happy guy. And that's that. But at the end of the day, I, all these things you go through life, it don't take things as at the moment. Right? Look at, like in construction. When you build a house, it's a, it's a chess game. We plot. The GCs, even if a framer is doing a job, the framer is going to plot everything. Even like the trim guys, every trade, they have to plot and play their part in that chess game. All of us essentially have to be together as one. Yeah. There can be no hate. When you hate someone, when someone fucks you over, or like there's a saying, when you swear at someone or somebody's mad at you, they're just giving you their blessings. Just take their blessings. Don't go back to them with that same hate. So someone's calling you names and someone's hating on you. Yes. In Islam, you are supposed to take that and give the brother the benefit of the doubt that, hey, maybe this guy's having a shitty day, man. Maybe this guy just fucking got robbed or something happened. He's having a shitty day. And when he's swearing and yelling at you, all his good deeds, there's good deeds and there's bad deeds. There's going to be a scale. Whichever way you go, you go. Okay, every religion is the same, basically, it says this. Okay, but in Islam, you have to, every, my mouth, when I die to God, is going to come out and say, hey, I said all these bad words. My eyes will come out and witness, as a witness against me, will say, I seen all these, I was looking at this and that and the other. Or, or I, my hands will come and say, yo, I shot this guy. You understand? I, uh, 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 so everything is accounted for. So when you're now coming to me saying, fuck you, fuck you, blah, 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 you're giving me all your good deeds. Your, your good deeds that you have, you're giving me, give them to me. My sister all the time, I'll be yelling at her, swearing at her. She'll be like, yeah, 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 give me your deeds. Give me them. And I'm just like, after I'm like, okay, you know what, I'll calm down. I don't need to. Anger, brothers, is the devil. The first form of racism that happened in the history of our humanity was Iblis who is the devil, Satan. When God created our father, Adam, and now both people can believe the Satan is out there, and I have brothers that believe in Satan and are atheists and whatnot. Satan's there. Uh, we're made out of clay. Adam's there, his mold is there, God made him. The first form of racism, what was it? Satan seen Adam and said, what the fuck, what is this? What is God, what is this? This is, a God is creating, a, I am making a creation, it will be man. Who is this? This is a piece of clay. I'm made of fire. He literally went through our mold of Adam. And he said, I'm better than this. And that was his arrogance and his form. And when God said to the angels, oh, bow down to Adam, Satan was the one who said, you know what? Fuck that. I'm not going to bow. I'm not bowing down to this guy. I'm better than him. I'm this and he's that. That mentality, knowing history, we as people, we shouldn't, we can't have that. Because Satan, anger is the devil, bro. 
Everybody's gonna get theirs. Trust me. I got fucked over for hundred grand down the road, buddy. You're gonna live the way you're living now, all alone. Everybody left you. Both ex-wives left you. Your kids are gone. You're broke, bankrupt, twice. Your destiny. You understand? God, there's a creator. Everything evens out. So you can't fuck people over as contractors too. I have, a, I have a stories all day where I saved proper guys, these CEO guys that come into construction and they invest and buy houses. They hire contractors. The contractors take advantage of them. Saying, you know what? Yeah, we're going to pull your basement slab. It's going to be 30 grand. It's about uh, uh, 18, 20 meters. And I go there and it's 10 meters. What's going on here? Your super is double dipping. Things like that, like... You have to have a spirituality where, hey, man, this guy works hard for his money. He's paying me good money to build him something. You can trust me with a million dollars, man. I'm not going to steal a cent because I'm from the mud. I believe in principles. You're in construction, though. Yeah. So, uh, but, I'm, but in construction, we get the, the, everybody thinks we're pieces of shit. Yeah. And that we steal but and clients, we rob and we all fuck hookers. Screw you over. Of, right? Huh? Suppliers screw you over. Other trades screw you over. Exactly. So how many times are you going to get screwed over? But I don't get screwed over anymore. I'm at the point I've been screwed over so many times. I have a, a system where it, it, once things, by the time something gets to me, it's fixed. I don't, I'm not getting screwed over. I'm using the same trades all the time. Guys I love. Guys I know. This is why we keep our system close. This is why I love Instagram. Because I want to, how can I know what you're doing? Without seeing it, how do I know what this guy does? I don't know. He could be in porn with that mustache. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, how you have to show people, listen, this is what we do. You always will get screwed over, brother. This is your destiny. When you get screwed over, this is God testing you. Oh, let's see what Manny's going to do. Is he still going to thank me every day and every morning for his other gifts of sight and smell? and hands, and being able to walk. This is the real, I had a richest guy tell me that he's poor, and I'm richer than him. And I said, what are you talking about, Bill? How can, you're so rich, you have all these houses, you're a big CEO, you're on the NASDAQ, this stupid stock thing I hear, or whatever, you're this, you have that. How can I be richer than you? Ta, you have health. I'm sick, I'm about to die. You have a wife that loves you. My wife left me. All I have is money. You have kids. At that time, I had two kids. And God will bless you with more. I have none. My kids left me. They're all gone. They grew up. They're gone. I have a big, big things in my backyard I never use. I look out in my backyard. I want to, I can't, I have nobody. I have a huge house. This mansion. And I'm here. And I'm not happy. You go home. I call you at night. I hear you. You're laughing. There's kids. You're smiling. Your wife. This. You come to work every morning happy. Why? You're so happy. There's something. You have God. Your spirituality. There's something. I don't have that. You're richer than me. And that day I learned. Fuck money. And this guy's probably worth oh, uh, millions, hundreds, oh, millions of dollars, stocks, all this stuff, houses, this, that, here, tea, here's the key to my, to, my, to, my, to my house in Ibiza, go, I have a house there. 
I never go. I don't have time. I'm always, I can't stop working. I'm addicted. I can't stop working. I love this shit. And there will be guys, like you're worried, the young guys, what's going to happen? There will be guys like us, Manny. I have so many guys, I'll show you right now, since I did that show, that started following us, saying, yo, I want to work, dog. I want to work with you. If I work with you for two years, the shit I'll know, please, boss, hire me, T. Right now, I can't. I got eight guys. I got so much shit going on. One or two couple of the guys, I bring them on Saturdays. I told them, listen, buddy, don't quit your job yet. Let's learn, jump on with us, and come. Because some guys come, and they'll be like, yeah, I'm a bodybuilder. I box. Okay, come. We're doing an interlock driveway. The guy doesn't last a fucking day. The next day, he's not there. He's dead. Call me, brother. My mom, I'm very sore. And It's like, buddy, I thought you were a bodybuilder. That's another thing with the gym guys. Gym guys, don't think you could just do construction. I had a guy come. He's like a big muscle guy. We're pouring concrete. I'm taking full wheelbarrows. This guy, you take a wheelbarrow, he's, he dropped the wheelbarrow. Because now it's not just muscle memory, fuck boy, of going up and down like this. You have to use your hope. This is real construction. We are athletes. My wife is vegan. All my kids are vegan. She tells me all the time, T, you got to take care of yourself. You're a maniac. You, do, you drink like 20 Cokes a day. Whatever you're doing, you got to eat healthier, eat fruits. There's, everything can't be meat all the time. So now I'm like, you know what? She's right. I can't be eating steak every day like me and my buddies, we used to barbecue every day. In the hood, we're there every day. I don't know, but barbecue is so good. I love it. I love fires. See what I'm talking about? We're men. <laughs> On my site, every site, I have a fire pit. Always there should be a fire. Why not? I like the smell of it. And there will always be guys, even in the younger generation, I believe, and I'll pray for it, that are like us, that see what we're doing, and are like, you know what? That's fun. That guy is getting paid to have fun. And hang out with his fucking buddies. That's what we do. We literally hang out with our buddies. And yeah, we're working. We're creating things. There's a leader. And that guy tells everybody else, okay, this is what... You're going to go break that wall. You're going to frame that wall. You're going to cut the concrete for the drains downstairs. Roofer is going on the roof to finish the roofing. I got a delivery coming of my other stuff. Boom, that'll go there. I got bit. They'll fall in love with the chaos of plotting. I'm a plotter. You got to plot everything that you do or else you're just going to be living in a dream. That's why I, I, like, I tell the young guys all the, all the time, fuck dreams, okay? Because you have to be asleep to have dreams. Plot and plan. Have a thing on my buddy Chocolate Tommy. This big up Chocolate from the last episode, the big guy. He said, have a uh, one of those erasable markers, things, post things at, in your room, and write down your goals, buddy. Smaller goals. And that sheet you'll find, once you erase your goal, you're going to replace it with another goal. And that's how you achieve things. You write them down. You draw them. You, you, you plot. You don't just say, hey, you know what? Today I'm going to go and see this and see what happens and blah, blah, blah. And hey, fuck it. Let's see what happens. I'm just going to see what comes to me. Buddy, nothing's going to come to you. Nobody gives a shit about you. Everybody wants to see you fail. Use that as motivation to prove them wrong. You understand? My own principal at my high school told me, you're a fuck up. You're going to be nothing. He choked me in the school. Fuck you, Roger Dale. You understand? What school is it again? Martin Grove Collegiate Institute. 
You understand? Fuck those guys and all these people that are saying. And I remember that for my whole life. I'll never forget it. Because that was somebody that I see as, yo, this is a big man. He's a principal. He's an ex-cop. He's this. He's that. Whatever he is. And that motivated me. So I love you too at the same time. Because you motivated me. You told me I, I'm going to be a fuck up. Because I'd always get in trouble. But just because a kid can't sit still in class doesn't mean he's stupid. No. It just means he doesn't learn that way. This is why I don't like school. I hate school. But trade schools, and these that's the shit they need to be teaching from kids. My kids right now, they know how to run the, op, the bobcat. They know how to start a chainsaw. They already poured two concrete pads. They're three and five. But I don't know how old they are. I think they're four or five, whatever. But yeah, <laughs> four and five. They poured before. Like now they're four and five. I'm teaching them from now because like those are the younger generation. And guys like us, inshallah, are blessed with kids that take over what we're taking over. My father was a banker. He's a money guy. He's a numbers guy. I, I can't sit still. But he taught me about certain things and money and investment and credit cards and don't do this and do that and don't use this, use that. You have to educate yourself in everything. So, but I'm not like my father. I'm not going to go into being a banker. I can't sit still. Right? That's not what you love. That's not what I love. My sons, I already can see it. They love this shit. They ask me all the time, oh, you're pouring concrete tomorrow, Baba? Yeah? Well, can we come? Nah, buddy, once you learn how to read, you got to learn your numbers. And you got to learn how to read a little better first. And then we'll get you on the, on the job site. And, you know, the uh, corporate was making a call. And <laughs> you got to learn how to read at least. Well, actually, I had a guy that I couldn't read. I found out after he couldn't read. We hired him. Savage, big up to you. I tell him, oh, yo, I'm, I'm driving. I'm like, yo, Randy, look up this spot. Because I'm driving. Look it up. He's like, well, okay, what's the address? Okay, it's, this is the address. He's like, uh, street. And I'm like, what are you doing? Put it in. He's like, oh, my phone's not working right now. I'm like, bruh, you sure you know how to read? <laughs> and that's how I found out. But guys, he's still working and doing his thing. It's not slowing him down. But like, you know, I told my sons, like, you know, you can't pour yet, but they're young and they love construction. There's a lot of kids, the younger generation. Do they love construction or do they love the love that you have for construction? I think, I think it's a little bit of both. Both. Because like, I'll bring home stuff and they'll like, they're not playing with like their Marvel toys or whatever. They're like playing with the interlock bricks and making like an interlock house for ants he said oh i'm making a motel for ants they're gonna sleep in there don't move this baba right like so it's like then i see i'll bring like a piece of icf home that stuff's cool for kids man icf company you should build a little ones for kids you gotta bring that i'm a i'm an engineer i'm an architect i'm an inventor out here you gotta they should do that because my kids they were like putting them together ha ha look what i built climbing on it that icf stuff bro those blocks yeah, once you click the other one in it's pretty strong. But yeah, little things, they're like that. You, we have to make the people love it. It's not up to the generation younger to keep the construction going. It's up to us by showing how much we love, by showing our creation. Oh, wow, look at this bathroom I just built. It's a custom steam sauna that's good for your skin and your lungs. And it has linear drains that you just walk in. There's no curb. There's like fucking three rain heads in the thing and shower heads coming out the wall. When you stand in there, you're everywhere. You're getting water hit from everywhere. Some numbnuts created this and drew it up. Yeah. Like, who thought of this? 
Who does this stuff? The 1% of guys that don't care about the money. I don't care how much it's going to cost. I'm the framer. I'll frame the niche and the wall where it looks like the whole wall is a niche. It's floating now. I'm the drywall. I'll put the wetty board on. I'm the towel guy. I'll 45 my fucking edges. So now there's no, it's 45 in my niche. Lasered, everything from one side to the other. The whole wall looks like it's floating. Get Pato, our electrician. Big up, Pato. The electrical Pato. <laughs> What's up, Patricio? Get Pato to put lights in there. Now the fucking niche glows and it looks like it's floating. This is what we do. We are artists. How much does all that stuff cost? Normal contractor will be like, yeah, bing, extra, extra, extra. <laughs> Me, I'm like, listen, lady, we have a budget of $100,000. I'm going to make you the best thing I can make and try to do it for 80, 90. We're probably going to hit 110, 120, but, you know, just to make you feel good, ma'am, I got to let you know. We'll right? try for we'll 80, try. 90. Yeah, we're always honest, right? And usually we do hit our numbers. The, obviously, there's been times when people are like, you know what, T, I like the Caesar stone, or I like this kind of marble better than that, just the regular flow. I want the herringbone vinyl instead of going straight. Well, that's cost a little more, sir, and that's materials, and what are you going to do? That's construction. Things go up, things go down. But at the end of it, the creation that we create for you as contractors, you're going to love it. And 10 years from now, I'm still going to be your friend. I made a friend. I made a brother. Once you do a job, I'm sure you've done this. You build somebody's house. You've gone through a, what we call the chess game, and you played the whole game with them. And this chess game is done, and the king is there, and you have everybody set. Checkmate. Literally, check mate here's your check mate okay and you take that check you're laughing yeah happy bang your job's fucked it's probably a million dollar check homeowners are happy there's a diff every job's gonna have a deficiency list who cares when that deficiency list is gone the smaller the list the better the guy my jobs by the time i get to the end of the job there's nothing left there's nothing left we already addressed everything i'm always having walkthroughs right mm -hmm. so there's no deficiency list. I've been having it since I'm building the house with my clients. But at the end of it, we're friends. That's what a construction company is supposed to be. Lots of guys were, were surprised that you don't take any deposits. Mm -hmm. Hey, Carlito, he's the guy that I was talking to. Absolutely. About. He doesn't take a deposit. And if any of my clients are listening, any people out there listening, we've done so many jobs, you could prove me right and... You could post a post or a comment. Yeah, I don't take deposits. I did it. Uh, again, if it's like something super crazy, it doesn't matter. Because think about it. When we're invoicing, contractors are going to say, okay, this job's 100 grand. I need about 50 or 40%. I need about 40 grand, ma'am. For a homeowner, buddy, that's scary. You heard of the story of that builder buddy of ours that got robbed yeah. by, for the swimming pool. Yeah. Let me come and work there for at least a couple days a week. Within three days, I'll frame the whole basement. Three, four days, it's all framed up. Now, here, ma'am, you know what? The job's 100 grand. We finished framing the basement or doing whatever we're doing. Can I have four or $5,000, please? We earned our money. We finished the framing sequence of the job. Then they give you five grand. I have earned it. I pay my guys, everybody's happy, the homeowner feels so comfortable, they control the money. It's not like I'm not taking a deposit, I still am, I've been there for three days, who gives a fuck, right? It's 
You're just control. taking it later. That's all. Yes, I'm taking it as I come. Yeah. And I'm letting the homeowner control the money. It's just a mental thing, bro. It's not like, oh, I don't take deposits. It just puts the client and the contractor's relationship. It makes me and you. Tr- it par. makes you trust me more because now I'm giving you the ability to fuck me over. I can't screw you over in any way. Yeah. I just invested my. I just paid my Jose to bring my machine here, three hundred and fifty dollars. I just paid all my guys and my gas for me and my guys to come here for three days. I already paid. That that cost me money, two thousand dollars, three thousand dollars a day. So I know my numbers. But in my mind, the homeowner knows that. And he comes and he sees the brother, the person come and work with his hands and work hard and work honest and finish something of a sequence and say, okay, brother, we spent this much on money, right? Usually the materials, I'll tell the guy, listen, it's this much, whatever for materials, whatever. I just buy it. And I give the guy the receipt. Brother, this was our labor we spent this much money for your framing. It was like 200 sticks, whatever it was. And here you go. Here's the stuff. You're in the position to screw me over, yes or no? Of course. Of course. And if you do, that's your destiny. That's my test from God, right? That, yeah. Again, with the test. If I get mad, oh, you know what? Fuck you. I'm going to break everything, blah, blah, blah. No. You know what I mean? Have this. Don't worry. You screwed me over. Have this as a gift. You're going to see it for the rest of your life. You're going to remember me. You fucked me over, asshole. I'm going to keep it moving. This two grand loss, if I pass my test, the creator is going to make it 20000 I'm going to get back. When you take care of your mother, like in Islam, again, you get blessed tenfold. I give my mother two grand. I'm getting a job. The next week, I sign a job for 20 grand. Buddy, this is not coincidence. This is destiny. This is the world. Got any questions? He's soaking it up. <laughs> yeah, he's soaking all this knowledge, man. No, it's you know? always a pleasure to talk Yo, to you, I'm, man, and uh, listen you know? to you, man. Just because you've got such, man, you're not jaded. What's you, jaded mean? You, you're not. You, you you haven't lost the love for construction. No, I never will. You've been screwed over. You've had bad experiences. You had racist experiences, and you're still not. You haven't lost the love for construction. Yeah. That's a paramount thing. That that's a, that's a difficult thing to to still keep to hang on to because in this industry, it is very easy for us to get fucked over. Yeah, very easy, and very it's very easy. easy, like you said, for us to just want to do that in return. Yeah, and feel good about it. Sure, but to, the alternative is what you're suggesting is not to do that. Yeah, and you'll be blessed more. And I agree with Look, you. Look, that house, like, for instance, you know the story with Joe and that house, how he fucked yeah, me over, right? Yeah. You know, and I was uh, coming out the mud. That's when I was young. It was my first thing. Yeah. I got screwed over for almost, uh, over, almost 100, over 100 grand. And know, I could have done what I could have done. And it would have went a whole different way for him. But my life, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now today. If, if you I went down went that the path. other route, yeah. yeah, and just pop the melon and smash the guy's melon, yeah, I'd be in jail, I'd be somewhere, or I'd get more. Uh, you get away with the murder, now you become more, and then you, you know, it gets deeper and deeper. I know guys. I grew up with guys that I know did crazy things, and I know, and it gets addicting, and they get deeper and deeper. That's how the the, the hate, the darkness grows. Like I was saying, 
You understand? I've seen, I grew up with guys that I know killed people. And you get away with it. And then you think you're invincible. And you get deeper and deeper. That's why I'm so glad my father is an angel. He calmed me down during that moment in my life and said, you don't want to go this route. It costs me nothing. I have buddies. They'll come. They'll do whatever I want for nothing. Just because they know what, how that guy hurt me. I'm loved. The fact that I just said, you know what? My dad said, this is a learning experience. Blame this on yourself. Allah is testing you, my son. Do not fail your test. My father is a man of less, like he doesn't talk. He only talks when it's something to be said. I've never heard this man yell at my mom. I've never seen him bring a friend home. I've never seen him even have a friend. He's an OG. He has his family. He just, he's such a happy man. This is a walking angel. Never swore at anybody. Never fought anybody. This is why my mom's always like, well, how did you turn out like this? Look at your father, right? He's an angel. And he told me, this is your fault. And this is your test. And in 10 years, this will make you stronger. You built the whole house. Like I said, who cares about the guy screwed you over? He screwed you. It's your fault. It's true. And I didn't do nothing. And I've been blessed way more tenfold because of this whole thing. I'm because so you happy. Chose this path instead I'm of that so path. I'm so happy of how everything went through, bro. Look, I'm here at 3 fucking o'clock in the morning, 4 in the morning with you guys at 200th episode. Look at these balloons. Holy shit, buddy. I made it. Yeah. <laughs> this is success. Right, guys? 4 in the fucking morning. <laughs> it's buddy. 5 o'clock in the morning Oh, now. my God. I love it. It's time for Fudger. All the Muslim brothers are up right now. Pray your Fudger. I thank, thank your Lord for all your gifts. Of your wife, your children. They're there to, for your adornment, to test you. And to correct you. And to see if you'll get angry. Don't get angry, brothers. Anger is the devil. Fuck the devil. I tell Marty all the time, man. Come back to our side. You understand? This world, you got to live for your grave. And actually, when we were in that mountain, I have a picture, I'm going to post it. When we were in the mountain digging, we dug really deep. All the boys were having a break. They gave me my coffee. I don't really get up and out the hole. Once I'm down there, I'm down there. I'm doing what I gotta do. I lie down. I lie down in the hole, in the trench. It's about eight feet deep. It's cool. I close my eyes. It's dark. It's peace. I hear the guys yelling. My brother is always yelling. Fuck, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. I hear the saw. It's slowly, because I'm in the basement. They're in the basement. I can hear it through the foundation wall. I'm literally right there in the trench. And all these sounds of the construction and the yelling and that fire, the smell, it slowly disappears. And a cool calmness comes over me. And I'm so comfortable in that grave, the so-called hole that I have. Doug, I'm so comfortable. How could I be comfortable lying in a dirt hole that's full of jagged rocks? And I'm there for literally like, it felt like 30 seconds, but it was like almost 10 minutes. Because Z came and had to be like, bro, he thought I was hurt. Like, yo, you okay? Holy shit. Thought a rock fell on me and I was like lying down. And I wake up. But for that moment, time did not exist. 
Because for me, it was like 30 seconds, my bro. The coffee's still hot, sitting right there. I didn't even drink it because I was like gone. I literally, the grave, it reminded me. This is, your whole lives on earth is for the grave, my brothers, my twisted brothers out there. Our whole lives are going to be in that moment that we were, that I was in. In that fucking grave. There's two ways it's going to go. That grave is either going to squeeze you till your ribs collapse over you, each other. Or it's going to be a gentle hug from an old friend. Now, you know which way either way will go how you live your life in your heart. That's God. He gave us a conscience. You have a conscience. You do too, right, Carlito? So that's God. He gave us that. That's what distinguishes us from the, it, it separates us from the animals. We have a conscience. We feel bad. We know when we do something wrong. And when I was in that grave, you call it, I was gone. I couldn't believe the guy said, buddy, it was like, it's like 10 minutes. I don't stop for a minute, Manny. You know, you see me, I'm in the excavator all no, day. You don't. I don't stop for shit. We usually stop for like two times, once to pray at 1240 or Zohar prayer. All the brothers come. The other brothers that aren't Muslim, they go, they chill. They do whatever they got to do. And we come back and everybody works again. You, all the chaos has to stop for that 10 minutes. It takes 10 minutes. And you just stand there. You thank God or whoever you think is out there. I know. It's Allah. You thank God. And you know, none of the guys are getting hurt. Everybody's safe. We're killing these jobs. I have my health. I have my hands. I have my feet. I just got robbed for 100 grand. Don't worry. I'm on the come up. I'm coming back. I'm coming back stronger. That's the mentality. Young guys, they fail and they give up. They're weak. This is the thing. Nowadays, the younger generation, that's what worries me, is we're raising a generation of pussies. This is why my kids, I raise them different. I'm raising wolves. I'm not raising sheep. I beat up on them. I do things. I make them play with mud, play with dirt, go outside. Don't, I don't want them looking at screens. They don't have an iPad. There's no TV. Go out. They, they, all day, they're playing. They're doing stuff. And you try. Of course, parents, it's hard. Of course, there's TV. They watch, whatever. But that grave, brothers, is what we're living in this earth for. If I steal a dollar from you, trust me, I'm going to pay for it when I'm down there. The torment of the grave will come to everyone. There's no, all of us are going to have a meeting. We have a meeting right now, right? You told me, Manny. Hey, you know what? We had a kind of weird thing about the timing because I'm an idiot about Sunday, Saturday. <laughs> no, that's fine. But it, uh, I came at the certain time that the allotted meeting was to be had. Yeah. Yes? Yes. You guys stuck to your allotted time. Yeah. Such as death. Our meeting is written. There's a time. It's set. It doesn't matter. Death will come for you. It comes for all of us. Everyone here is going to die. Yes. And it's either going to stink when it comes for you, it's going to smell beautiful, my G. And I hope for you, brothers, I love you, brothers, it's comfortable. I hope you have wide, wide graves. In Islam, we don't get buried in a coffin. They wrap us up in a white sheet, and they put us in the hole. And in the grave, there's like a hole, and then in that hole on the side is a one-foot deeper hole, and that's where they put us in. And that's kind of like exactly what I was in. It was like a one and a half foot wide trench thing. And I was gone. Manny, I was gone. 
I couldn't hear a fucking quick cut. It's right beside me. I was gone. And I'm not tired. I don't get tired. It was like 1 o'clock. It wasn't nothing crazy. I was gone. And then even when Z woke me up, I was like, bro, I have to capture this moment. Take a picture. I just, and then it's so weird. Now I'm talking about it. Sharing it with pretty much the world. <laughs> 200th episode. <laughs> Wake up. Uh, right? World. Right? Like, this, see, I, like, I love this, man. It just went from one place to the other to the other. But at the end of the day, we are construction mans and women's. And I get big up to SNR Homes. We started working with them as well. Big company coming out, owned by two women. Big up to the women. They know their shit. I tested them. I don't want to name names, but you guys know your stuff. I'll give you that. We'll see you guys run some quick cuts maybe one day on one of the houses we build you. But big up to Mac Tesla, Developments, all these guys. Pato, our friend, the electrician, he's killing it. But Pato. either way, either way, brothers, everyone listening, I love you. Even to that guy on Instagram who said, go back to Pakistan, you fuck. Fuck you, buddy. I'm here, buddy. You understand? And I didn't even see that message. My wife just told me about it today. Who said that? When was that? I don't know. Some guy, like, I don't see everything on our Instagram because my wife's the owner too and she, whatever. So certain messages, because I know my wife knows me. I have certain anger problems too. She won't let me see certain posts or like certain comments when people send me. So I guess a guy messaged me, uh, but it was like a restricted account. And it was, you could tell it was like made up because she said they had like, three, four followers, and he just made it to just, I guess, send a message. And he was like, fuck you, go back to Pakistan. Well, this is what my wife says that he wrote, right? Because I was like, what message? She just told me about it. I just heard about this hours ago, like today. Again, to that guy, I know you follow us, fuck boy, and I'm here, and I love you, <laughs> and I'm using this. I'm in your country. I'm building this country, motherfucker. And my wife is white, and my kids are white. So I hope you eat that. Let that motivate you, my brothers. I love you. You want me to fucking go back wherever I'm from? Brother, I'm from Earth. And so are you. And like Carlito said, we're all pink inside. I'm going to write a song about that, Carlito. We're all pink inside. <laughs> I'm such a thug. Because I'm pink, just like you. And I just want to bust my gun. And I'm thinking of you. I'm a fuck boy. Cause I grew up around fuck boys too. Yeah, I go off the door, man. I don't know. I don't know how I'm still awake. <laughs> uh, but yeah. So how you been, man? How you feeling, man? You feeling all right? Oh, I'm there. Yo, I don't know how you guys did it. 24 hours without smoking any crack. How are you awake? Well. <laughs> That's I love. It's probably because I didn't smoke any crack. That's it. That no, actually, if you did, you'd be awake. Those guys don't go to sleep. Okay. Yeah. Let's wrap it up. Wrap it up. Where were we? I don't know. <sighs> Always a pleasure, T. Always, Always a pleasure. A pleasure bro. Always a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you for so many words of kindness, man. Thank and you. Inspiration. <sighs> what? Are you tired? <laughs> <laughs> He's killing it. You He's guys killing it. it. 24 hours straight out. Oh not yet. My not God. yet. Amazing. We're four hours away from Don't worry, I'm going to stay up for the rest of it with you guys. So mentally, you know, 
I'm up. I'm still up. Because technically, I've been up too the whole time. I know. I was seeing every post. Everyone, I was liking it. You see that? I'm, I'm, I'm showing it. love, my I G. I saw it. I and I'm saw like, it. yeah. That's why I was like, yo, this guy fucking looks big beside Manny, bro. I was telling Z, if these guys try to rush me, it's three in the morning, buddy. I need my guys. But whatever. Z's like, he texted me. He's really sick. That's why he didn't want to come. No, it's all good, man. Yeah, so, yeah. Todd, thank you so much for coming out and and. And and t- just talking to us, man. I love talking to you guys, man. Dude, it's amazing. Thanks. Always a pleasure to see you. And uh, we got to get you back on again. For sure. Again and again and again and again. I would love it. I would love it. Sit. But for now, Carlito. We got to get out of here. Everybody, follow him, man. Crewman Group. Crewman Group. C-R-E-W-M-E-N. We are a crew of men and women. Crewman Group on Instagram. That's all we have. We don't really have no websites or nothing, and we probably won't pick up your call if you call us. Yeah. <laughs> but you want them to work for you. Yes. That was show number 12, Carlito. <sighs> Mod sick, Edna, good. Wow. <laughs> 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 <laughs>